Happy Tuesday, everybody. And guess what, man? We're live and we're and we are recording episode 100. Hey man, it's been a long journey, and I'm so happy for all of you who have followed me here, who pushed me here, who came here, who left. Hopefully, some of y'all came back or at least brought somebody along with it. But it's been a nice fun journey. I've recorded well over 100 episodes, but then like I stopped counting at one point and then started back over. But you know, it's just all over the place, kind of like I am. So, hey, 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 it's the big baby. And I'm back for the 100th time. 100. And today we're going to reflect on the journey of Big Baby's podcast. And then after that, we're going to have an interview with my near and dear friend, Morgan Woods. And we're going to talk about her brand, Morgan Loren, and all that it encompasses, along with some other stuff, a little, you know, hot topics, some current events and stuff like that, just to get her perspective on it. But let's talk about 100, man. It's been a long time coming, man. It takes me back to freshman year of Morehouse on the stoop and thinking about the radio show that we wanted to do there. And it just didn't happen. Lazy timing wasn't right. Whatever it may be, it just didn't happen. And then kind of like forgetting about the whole dream of being a talking head. And then it became Snapchat rants. Oh, man, I used to go on the Snapchat rant like every day. And then it got to the point, it was like, you know what? I want to do more than just a rant. I want to like package my rants into a conversation. And so I worked on the catch up with Sean, which was really fun. I really appreciate that. Shout out to Sean. You can find us tomorrow on Fansided on their new uh, show, Sports in Order. You can stream that on Facebook and uh, Twitter. I'll have those links available for you all. And we're going to be streaming uh, tomorrow at... 4 o'clock Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, talking about sports. It's going to be a nice reunion. But anyways, then I started saying, hey, I want to work by myself. So I just started, like, recording. And then I did Big Baby and the Bovine. Shout out to the Bovine. Kyle, you've been great. I'm happy you're a part of the team. Uh, shout out to my ghostwriters. And it's just been, like, a long, fun journey, man. But some of the highlights of the 100 episodes, man, BS in Bahrain, you know what the fuck going on. That was Part part one, right? Or part two, excuse me. We did a great podcast that we ended that we ended up taking down. I don't even think I have the audio for that anymore, but it was so funny. You had me chewing WAP, and that was like the first like real introduction to regular guests on my podcast. And that's where Cheese Eggs came from. The 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 development of what became like a movement. You know what I mean? And then I did the Voices of the Ville series, man, and that was fun. Like, gave me the opportunity to talk to different people from back home and just let them t- just get their stuff off on the pod. And now that's becoming a reoccurring thing where I'm reaching out to various people to come on the pod. Hell, Morgan from the Ville, and that's another person whose voice we're going to hear today. So shout out to my hometown for, you know, supporting me and all that they've done. Then we go to Operation Oil Money, and that's when, when we really got cooking. That's when Joni came on the pod and I had a a, a, a co-host, 
but not only a co-host, somebody to help me produce the show and guide me and keep me, keep me, you know what I mean? Like, hey, get back on topic. Hey, this is this is a nice topic. And it became like a back and forth thing where I'm, I'm no longer generating my topics alone, but I'm working in a team concept. Then we did Living a Lie. And that was the first time I brought Wayne on. And it was absolutely amazing. And Wayne, shout out to you. You know, you're now a staple on the pod along with Candace and Chu. And that's what opened up that door. And then you miss me. I get it. Probably the most funny episode that we ever recorded, man. We had brunch at my house. And it was just so many just gems and bars dropped that day. Like we came up with the you miss me. I get it but equal rights, and so many other different topics that we could just keep using and building on the show. And next week, excuse me, next weekend, Wayne, Candace, and Chu will, will be back. And we're going to talk about some of that stuff because we got some new stuff coming for y'all. Hey, hey. But then when they see us, the most the, the the most popular episode I did, and that was when me and Joni, we sat down, we watched When They See Us, and then we went back over it, and we gave our thoughts on that documentary on Netflix and really spoke to the importance of the Central Park Five and what they mean to our community and how they were so, so wrongly treated by the New York the New York justice system and how that's a problem that we are still continuing to deal with today. And um, it's so unfortunate because, you know, like stuff is still happening and this was years ago, but we still see the injustice that is going on in the world. And that kind of, at that point, I really started to feel myself, man. Like I was like, Hey, pod is growing. Numbers is, is booming. I can do whatever I want, but no. Then I had the Amanda Seals incident, which I was like, man, F Amanda Seals. I ain't, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing me. Why you mad? I'm just talking a little bit of noise. And then I saw like a decline in listens, downloads. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong here? Have I gone too far? And then, you know, I just kept, but I kept at it, you know, obviously, because it is what it is. You got to keep pushing. And then quarantine happened, COVID happened. And during the COVID, I really found my niche. That's when I really built the, started the rebrand where I started, you know, focusing more on serious issues because what many of you may not know the whole purpose of this podcast was to address serious topics with a comedic point of view. But what I ended up doing was getting so caught up in the comedy that I forgot about the serious voice that I could have. And I shut off so many different people by my presentation because it was MF this, GD that. And granted, I'm still the same person. And I may speak that way privately, but understanding that publicly, as somebody who's trying to build a platform, you don't want to isolate people just because of the language that you use. And seeing the way it's grown since then, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for caring. Thank you for sharing. For anybody who's listened to this podcast and got something from it, 
thank you. Anybody who listened to this podcast and decided, you know what, I can go out and do that. I can go out and talk to people. Thank you. For anybody who came on and just had fun with me, thank you. I appreciate you so much. But look here, man, we're not here for me today. We're here for our special guest, Miss Morgan Loren. I just want to tell y'all a little bit about Mo, right? Morgan has been one of my closest friends for over 10 years, man. It's been way back to high school. And it's crazy how we got close. And if you ask me how we became such close friends, I honestly couldn't tell you. Probably from like some MySpace conversations that just continued on. And then we started kicking it. And then 10 years later, here we have it. And it's been a, a, a great friendship, one of the most consistent friendships I've had in my life and watching her grow into the nice young lady she's become the loving mother that she is and now someone who's building her own platform her own her own brand it's really beautiful to see and I'm so happy for her like you, you just don't understand man to see the the what Morgan Loren is growing into because uh, I just remember her talking to me you know privately about the idea of it then just continuing to cultivate it and now providing a tangible product for people and seeing the way that it's been received because, I mean, she got T-shirts, she got flip-flops and stuff. I have a pair of the flip-flops. And, you, you know, I'm not going to give away too much of it, but it's so much deeper than what it appears on the surface. And that's the one beautiful thing I love about it. Because you, you, you want, if you're giving somebody a tangible product, you, you know, you want them to walk away with something, you know, a reason why they should probably use it. I mean, I, like this merch I sell, I don't sell it because I, I love it. I mean, because I want to sell merch. No, I sell it because I want to have the ability to provide something for people so that they can understand the message that I'm trying to give out to them. So let's talk about Morgan Loren. Why did you go with the name Morgan Loren? Morgan Loren, Morgan Queen, that translates into Morgan Queen in French. So what I did was it was a play of words because, you know, I live by queen principles, royalty principles. Um, no, I just wanted to be different. And, you know, Lorraine was what it was. I had Lorraine. I mean, Lorena, Lorena is queen in Spanish. And everybody always, you know, use Spanish as a second language, not claiming French as a second language for me. I just felt that it was French. Okay, that's dope. I like how you tried to think outside of like the typical box of what a lot of people like to do. Um, and you went with the queen thing. And like speak speak to that though, because you know, so often women are calling themselves queen, men are calling themselves kings and all of that stuff. Does that have anything to do with you going with the king queen route? Um I can say yes and I can say no because you know not everyone lives by the same principles when they do refer to themselves as a queen and that's just kind of my thing where I want to change that perspective 
um, because you can't call yourself a queen when you're, you know, not doing queen gestures or not performing of queen gestures. And I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, but, you know, I just, you know, I <laughs> live by royalty. I live by royalty and I stand by it. As I said before, I would just, it wouldn't be me if I didn't owe that to my ancestors. And I feel that's one thing that we do owe to our ancestors is our royalty. Like we have to make noise while we're here, like I say. So why not make noise and it makes sense? You got to make it make sense. So, you know, that's You my, know, it's funny. It's funny you say that and you uh, are Morgan the Queen because at, we grew up in the same hometown, same community. But there were a lot of places that I would be, <laughs> wouldn't see you there. <laughs> and then the one or two times I might see you somewhere where uh, you had no business being. Uh, let's talk about the red train around about 2014. It's like, uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, and it's, it's because... <laughs> it's crazy because I would always grow up feeling like I didn't fit I didn't fit in. It was always something different about me. It was always the way that I carried myself and the way that people, you know, had their perception. They people have their different perceptions, but you know, someone told me the other day that I've always carried myself to a certain standard and you like you say, you didn't expect to see me in those places, but I was just trying to see what was going on, knowing that I didn't belong in that place. So I just wanted to have a little peek. <laughs> probably looking for somebody who was in there, seeing if they was in there. Um, but um, you, t you you talk about that, and you you say you've been that way most of your life. What do you think that mm -hmm. comes from? Um, my mom, she's very conservative. She's very conservative. Straight or conservative? She she is conservative. I know. Not on Facebook Freeman. though. <laughs> You know, nobody's conservative on Facebook. No, shout out to my queen of a mama, though. My queen of a mama. She raised the queen. She raised the and queen. She, she, cake, and she did a very good job. Peaches by the pound, baby. LLC, get pound. into it. Yes, get into it. Y'all hit up Peaches by the pound. You like pound cakes from scratch? Peaches by the pound. All right, so yeah, so so it comes from your mama. She get it from her yeah. mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on a serious note, though, I can definitely see that because I know you and your mother, mm -hmm. and just the conversation that we've had over the years, it it, it makes a lot of sense. And how did that play out for you down mm -hmm. in the Savannah State? Because it's uh, a whole another monster down there. You know, I don't go down there. It's too country hood for me. What I didn't hear the first thing you said. I said, how 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 did you and you know the way you've carried yourself? Not by no means are you like an asshole or bougie, but you just don't always engage in the same stuff that everybody does. But you've all you're always a laid back, chill, personable person. Like how did that how did that play for you at Savannah State? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Savannah State, okay. 
Um, you know, Savannah State, I, I feel like that was the point in time where I had to step out on, on the limb and see what it is that, you know, I actually wanted to do in life. Um, Savannah State, you know, shout out to SSU. I will always be proud to, to have been a part of my SSU. Um, you know, ain't nothing like an HBCU experience. And if you, you don't experience it, then, you know, you, I ain't going to say you're not cultured, but you got to have some sort of background of you being, you know, um, involved. But um, as far as SSU, man, I had some of the best times, some of my best times at SSU. Some of my best times I met my, my first day of move, moving day. I met my best friend. They say you meet your your um, closest friends in college, and that's the truth because I don't have no friends from high, from high school. No shade to anyone. I love everyone, but I, I really, you know, my closest friends are from college. Um, yes, so I, I loved my experience at Savannah State. I had some of my best, yeah, my best times, my best memories. I've never been in a trunk in my life until uh, I had to sneak on to Savannah State. <laughs> they don't let uh, outside of zone uh, after it gets wow. dark. Yeah, I know. There's plenty of people out there that can attest to being in a trunk. You want to come to Savannah State's homecoming. <laughs> but, yep. but yeah, I still got other people's IDs. For what reason? I don't know. Cause yeah, I remember you. I had an ID that I had to use one time to get on campus. It worked once. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now you gotta yeah. get in this truck. Go across the street. Over that y'all better update y'all IDs. I hope y'all did. But let's 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 get back to you, your brand, Morgan Loren. You chose the queen. And for people who don't know, the first um item that you sold, right? Were flip-flops, right? Yes. Why did you choose flip-flops? Most people go with shirts. Wow. I just want to be a friend. I'm a flip-flop person. I love, you know, let my toes hang. <laughs> but no, on a serious note, um, <laughs> on a serious note, I really love to express myself through fashion. Um, I may not have always had it, but, you know, I work with what I work with and what I put together, it'd be bomb and it'd be me, you know. Um, and I can also, you know, step out a little bit. Put on my grown woman. You don't know step out. <laughs> put on my grown woman. Just sit down and for special occasion, you know, for like a date night or something for that, you know. I'm gonna put on for my man, but <laughs> as you should. Um, yeah, like I was saying. Like I was saying, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, flip flops. So about why you chose flip flops? I started with flops. And the blackout. Let me tell you something, Cartersville. Y'all got to work on y'all's connection out there. Because it is terrible. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, so you started with flip flops. <laughs> I started with flip-flops because, you know, of course, you say it's different. I thought it was different also. And I came into, like, a, a little mishap, you know, in life where 
I was introduced into a mutual friend and it was her birthday. It was my first time meeting her. I got dressed at her house and left my flip flops over there. And I tried to come back the next day and get them the next morning and get them. And she's like, what flip flops? I was just like, oh, okay. So, you know, from that day forward, I'm, I'm going to shop out of my closet, Morgan Loren, Morgan the Queen. And, you know, ever since that day, it's just put, you know, I ain't going to say it put the fire in me, but that's what it did. <laughs> because I've always had aspirations of, you know, entrepreneurship, aspiration of, you know, the model actress, actress uh, industry. But we're going to get into that later. <laughs> that's dope. So, yeah, yeah, that's why I did flip flops. I remember you hit me up about the flip flops and you started talking about the king me and the queen me. Sorry, I put king first. I'm a man, but queen me and king me. And I thought it was just, I thought it was just dope on the on the surface. Like, hey, you're using flip flops, which most people aren't wearing. They're doing shirts and t-shirts because that's easy. Mm-hmm. And you are finding quality material. Very comfortable, by the way. So comfortable. I saw yes. Chris Elvis his own in Vegas yesterday. Shout out to. Big Chris. Hey, shout out to you. He always support. Shout out, but, shout out uh, to Brad. Who's Brad? Chris. Oh. But um. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you when you decided to go with the King Me Queen Me stuff, I knew it was bigger than like just the name on the shoes, right? Like on the flops. Right. I knew it was part mm-hmm. of empowering yourself, empowering our people to say, hey, man, you, you're you more than just what people are telling you you are. You are truly a descendant of royalty, and you should carry yourself as such. Right. So that's dope. For one, I'm proud of you. Shout out to you. But what stuff do you have? Demand your uh, respect, from- baby. You know what? That's a That's a great <laughs> conversation because you're talking about demanding respect, right? And I think people want something, but they don't demand what they say that they want. And until you mm-hmm. demand what you want, you will never get it. Because I hear so many people say, I want this in life. I want this in my partner. I want that in my partner. Well, what are you actually demanding from your partner? Right. Or a potential it's partner. Really all in, it's really all in the mind. If you change the the way to, that you believe, then you can change the way that you act. And that's just bottom line. But it take it takes time to get there because, you know, we've all had our struggles finding, for, for one, figuring out what it is that we truly want out of life, what we truly want from someone else, and then actually demanding what we, what we, what we want. So it's beautiful to hear that. And, but what made you go with a clothing line because there are so many different ways right that you could have chose to influence people to say hey excuse me hold yourself to this standard be the king be the queen that you are why clothes why clothes okay so clothes it can get a little bit tricky because you know People express their themselves differently in different ways. And some people have that common share of expressing themselves through clothes. I need you to see, wear, feel it, believe it, you know, live it. I need you to do all of the above, you know. 
it's it's mind, body, and soul type of thing. Like you have to have all of those in alignment. And if you don't, then you know, you still out here confused and searching. But um, you know, those principles, you just have to stand by them. And as far as clothes, I feel like it it's one of the, the greatest ways for me to start to express and start to be the leader of the queens and gather leaders, other queens and other kings to express themselves through the clothes. Now, once I get their attention, once I have their attention and and everybody's intact and everybody's on this Morgan Loran train, there's more to just Morgan Loran. You know, there's, there's sub points. There's, you know, I'm a mother first, you know, so that falls under Morgan the Queen. I'm a recent college graduate from the University of West Georgia. That falls under the bracket of being the queen while carrying on motherhood. You know, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurs. Even a wide, uh, uh, even wider bracket. I'm an aspiring model actress. It's more to it's the bigger picture. You have to live up to your standards, and that's you know what I'm practicing, and that's what I what I'm trying to convey, you know, through my brand. So it's starting here, but it's more to it, you know. So so you talk so you bring up motherhood, right? And let me tell you two things about you and your motherhood and your pregnancy that I just totally respect. For one, when you were pregnant, you stayed in shape and you didn't let yourself go. And so often people will blame having a kid on why they let themselves go. And you're actually smaller after having a kid. But that's just me being superficial. And that doesn't matter about anything in the world. But you were able to have it. a child transfer and still graduate what five years right and pledge all like all in the span of five years right things that some people who have none of those 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 hurdles go through right they just go to school and they they, they have their struggles what pushed you to keep pressing on while you were in school to still achieve the goals that you set prior to starting to school and meeting those goals in a reasonable timeline. Faith. You gotta have hey, faith. You faith? have to have. No, not my cousin faith. <laughs> I'm talking about the faith that's the size of the must see faith. That's the faith that law. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of praying. And, you know, once I realized that, you know, it was bigger than me, that's what gave me the drive. It, it's nothing that, you know, I was forced. I was forced to have to do. Um, it's something, it's every bit of what's in me, you know, that I, I was built for this. You know, I was built to, you know, overcome obstacles and be successful. I was I was meant to go through those things. It's, it's everything just to build character. And I took 
every every bit of wisdom that I needed to get from that from that you know situation or anything that I needed to help me get through college or help me get through pregnancy or help me get through passing tests and driving back and forth an hour and 15 minutes Monday through Thursday to Carrollton, Georgia. <laughs> That's, you know, I had to, you know, have just a little bit of faith. That's all it, that's all it took. And it, it was bigger than me, you know. I have a son, so it's bigger than me. I want him to have, even without having, you know, he don't want for nothing. And that's my goal. And that's real interesting you talk about it becomes bigger than you. And mm-hmm. that and that ends up driving ends up driving you because so often when you don't have true responsibilities and you're only responsible for yourself, you can get lazy and complacent because it's like, oh well, it's me. It's it, no one else yeah. is relying on me. So I don't have to work that much harder because mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. So seeing that is, is is interesting to hear. Now, what I am bothered by is I had no idea you want to be a model actress until just now, and I feel like our relationship should be better than that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Where did that come from? You said you know you had no idea that I wanted to what? Be a model actress until just now. That that bothers me. Like, let's talk about that a little bit. But an actress? Yeah, I mean, you got personality. You ignorant as hell, but. You be shy in public. The the um sound went out. You said I got personality on what? And you can get ignorant, but you're shy in public. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I've had times in my life where I've, you know, participated in things such as um, classes and events, conferences, um, commercial tryouts. um, (laughs) Like, you know, I've had those opportunities, those experiences. Um, I've done stuck my foot in there a couple of times to realize that, you know, it's something that I can do. I just had to peep it. And, you know, I have friends who are in that industry also. They became a motivation, but most importantly, with knowing that I have the uh, just a little bit experience just helps me realize that that's something that I could take serious and that's something that I aspire to be. So, you know, in the future, got you. So people talk about the industry and the industry has its, its, its pros and its cons, obviously. But what we often see is that the industry tries to over-sexualize women as a mother. How does that play for you? And how would you, I don't know, deal with a role or an opportunity that may put you in a, let's say, compromising uh, position in the way that you portray yourself? Mm, that's a good question. Um, if it doesn't, you know, up, up, uplift or 
you know, stand on my mor stand by my morals or, you know, if it doesn't align with my morals, I don't see it, you know, becoming a part of me. But you know, there are people who like to make things into what they're actually not. Um so I don't think that anything that I do um will be accepting of others if you if you know where I'm if you know what I'm trying to say. Like I know, um, I know what you're trying to say, but let's try to like flesh it out so other people who may not know you as well understand what you're trying yeah. to say here. I know you yeah. ain't gonna do so you know um I'm not gonna do do yeah I'm not gonna do anything uh to disrespect my son or you know put him in in harm's way yeah so you know with the industry being the industry you just have to have a team behind you to be able to you know be in those positions to not put you in harm's way or you know yeah and i mean being that able to say no no be like just being able to say no is, yeah. is one of those things and not and not biting yeah definitely not opportunity just because yeah. the money might sound might might look good because everything that shine ain't gold or glimmer that ain't gold whatever the old people yeah. say but you know we're talking about that and that can get us into like some questions i have for you so like i watched the the cardi and meg watt video right let me tell you something yeah money's not gonna move me money's not gonna move me uh, the purpose behind it is is what's the the bigger picture so so yeah, yeah we're gonna talk a little bit about meg and cardi in their video WAP, right and in the song itself for one let me tell you something as a man I love to watch the video, watch it a few times. It it appeals to my lust. Yeah, I'm a human, I lust. But in the bigger picture, I take away from that song is like, oh, y'all think y'all are just a wet AP. You know, you just think you are what's between your legs and not who you are as a person. And I know some people say, you're a man, you just want to silence them because they're free and comfortable with their sexuality. No, I don't personally have an issue with them expressing themselves that way because if that's how you choose to express yourself, do that. But at the same time, I believe that you're just more than that. Like, Cardi is a walking bag right now. Meg is a walking bag right now. And they are building a platform for themselves to be very influential in mainstream America and then to make yourself seem that you're only as good as what's between your legs, I think is, is, is damaging for the community but also damaging for them. It's like, hey, baby, you're, you're more than that. I'm sure you got a good personality. Cardi, you look good, man. Uh, you got a nice body. Um, you, you, you rap well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's the way it just starts like, hold on, man, Cardi, you got a, a kid and a husband. You a hoe? I mean, if you are, it's fine, but I, I don't want my wife talking about it's a husband. Yeah, where they at? Not you. You getting the hell out of this house. You ain't nothing to do. 
but I'm traditional and old school. So how how did that song hit for you? Just, just you know, just on the surface. Give me a second. My uh, AirPods just went dead. Okay. Well, as are you ready? So yeah, how did that song and video hit for you? Um, let me get the traditional headphones. Oh, you got wires on your headphones? Yo, you a peon. Ain't nothing wrong with a little traditional. Yeah, like Can you hear ring. me? Yeah, you good. <laughs> I like all flats. You hear me? <laughs> like flat over here. Okay. Speaking of flat, I'm just kidding. But no, the video, you talking about the WAP video. I yeah. I really like the production of the video. The production of the video deserves every award. <laughs> I love it. I love the chore uh the choreography. I love the guests, the uh, featured women. Um who were on the video. Everybody looked good. I like the looks. Um, the snake scene. I don't like snakes, but they were real brave for having them snakes crawl all over them. You know, I, I know that could have been a hard. Oh my goodness. You do. You do. <laughs> um, yeah, the snakes, I I just feel like they were really brave for that scene. Um you know, overall, a round of applause, baby. They looked good. They did. <laughs> well, Nothing. no, yeah, Cardi, looked, Cardi looked good. Meg, Meg, she looked all right, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't really, really want to look at none of this on Meg, but that wouldn't stop me from doing nothing she want to do. But don't call me no oh, bottom. Yes. Well, I mean, like, I, I, I love the overall picture of the video it's the song for me the song um how can i say this like it's just really not appropriate you know and nothing against the the two artists because they are bum artists and they are out here doing the dang thing so it's like you know it's just really going back to what our industry wants um, you know, like she say, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring, honey. Do a hey, survey. Hey. Do a survey uh -huh. of what what man, who who what husband would want his wife to not cook or clean, and still be deserving of a ring. Not saying that you know all other aspects. She can't be deserving. So um, the the promote like her promoting that is not okay. Not saying that she lives by that because Cardi is a busy woman. You know, um, I know once I get to a point where I have several different obligations throughout the day, you know, I'm gonna hire a maid and I'm gonna hire a chef. My man's still gonna eat, you know, and the house still gonna be clean so you know i understand that but you know a lot of people don't really look at the bigger picture when it comes to these type of females 
um, these I so I, okay, these type no, of let me, tell, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me tell you about this Make survey you want to do, right? Uh huh. Right. It, without proper context, that line is terrible because do you have to cook or clean to get a ring? N no, but no, the idea no, no. of you. But the problem is the people who are going to be using that damn caption is they ain't going to bring nothing to the table but a wet pussy and heartache. And it's like, look, look, right. look no, I, I need more than that. If you're going to bring right. lifestyle, the bag, then, then then maybe you ain't got to cook or clean. Or maybe if you are my piece, P-E-A-C-E, -E, and not just my P-I-E-C-E, P -I -E -C -E, right? Mm -hmm. then, yeah, then, then yeah, you ain't got to cook or clean. But like, look here. It's a trade-off system, and look. And if you're not looking at that where there's trade-offs, then 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 it's it's just toxic. Because the my problem become is with some of this is that women, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all are bigger fans than men. Yeah, we got, we got pride and stuff like y'all got the navy and and, and the the <laughs> what and that? the beehive and uh what what Nikki got? She got the uh. Barbs, men yeah. don't have fan bases like that, and not to say that we don't hang on the words of our entertainers because a lot of us do. Mm -hmm. But when you got girls here, women, girls here, I don't cook, I don't clean, I can still get a ring because I got this wet ass look, baby. Yeah, that I can find, I can find some good in a lot of places, and leave you, leave you right where you at. But is it a wife though? Is it a wife? No, I just don't agree with the with them promoting that, you know, because a lot of people out here aren't as strong minded as others out here to or talented. listen. Just, I don't want to say it's talented because the industry don't want to hear political stuff all the time. They don't want to hear political music all the time. J. Cole is not praised for the music that he does. He has his own fans. But Cardi, she has she has a fan base of she has a wide fan base. And that's not what they want to hear. That's not what they want to hear. She even said it for herself. She don't want to talk about her vagina all the time. But when she when she was uh, you know, doing press, when she came out with press. Didn't nobody want to hear that. They was they was mad because she was rapping. That song was whack though. It it was whack because she was rapping. Nah, it was just, like it just, she it was it, it, was, it, it, it okay. That's your preference. No no party you do express like. But that's your preference though. There are other songs. I'm not a big Cardi fan, so I can't really sit here and name you know previous songs of hers. But there have been different songs that she's released that people have not been happy with because she's not talking about her vagina and she's not talking about how how good she is in the bed and what she looked like with her, with her clothes off. Like, she's not... She knows that's not what the industry wants. So she's giving the industry what they want, baby. That's what she's doing. And she's doing a very good job at it. A round of applause. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that's what she's doing, but I won't applaud her for that. that. And here's why. Because... I've listened to some interviews. I've heard her talk. I used to follow her on Instagram. Then I just got fed up with some of the shenanigans. But oh my gosh, I'm sweating. Now. You're fine. 
um, in more ways than one. But um, she is what she's doing is is appealing to what they want. But I know that she is bigger than that. She is deeper than what the industry is asking her to be. And that's where it becomes problematic for me personally, because it's like, dang, Cardi, are you giving in for the bag? I get it because the money is good. But at the same time, like what matters to you? What's most important to you? And I'm not going to tell somebody to take what's most important to me and make that most important for them. So it's just an interesting thought piece there because like, let's take this away from the music industry, right? Let's just take this into life. What's most important for us? We buy Nike and they have some questionable uh, habits, patterns. We watch the NFL. They have shown, their owners have shown not to really care about issues that affect black America, as long as you can run that ball, catch that ball, tackle that boy, then they don't really care about what else goes on. And in the NCAA, where some people think the the pl- not playing for COVID is them caring about the athletes, absolutely not. Them not playing for COVID is because they don't want the liability that may come with somebody who could inevitably catch it under their watch and more importantly, the insurance liability that the players are requesting and the union that college football players are building saying, we will only play under these circumstances. If they don't allow them to play, then they take away all of that power from those people. And it's like, what's most important to you? Are you down with the cause? Or are you somebody who is going to give in to the dollar figures that are going to be offered to you. But here's what I want to tell you all. I want to thank you for walking down this journey with me for a hundred episodes. I want to thank you for those of you who continue on this journey and those of you who haven't even came yet. Thank you so much because we have so much left to do. We are just beginning here at Big Baby's Podcast. And on behalf of myself and my great friend, Morgan Loren, hey, look here, you are a king. You are a queen. You are royalty. And you should carry yourself that way. Demand what it is that you want and don't settle for less. Because when you settle, you are giving in to something that you may not want. Like I've never ever subscribe to the term of settling down with somebody because when you settle down you're settling it's creating a life with somebody who you love to be with and guess what i'm trying to continue to build a platform where people can come speak their mind give their perspective on life because excuse me we all are royalty in our own right and we have to continue to carry ourselves in that way big baby yeah